What up, little man? What's the matter? I wish I didn't have to be here. It's not that bad. Could always be worse, you know what I'm saying? All you gotta do, stay in school. Anything you wanna do, you could do, you know what I'm saying, baby? No matter what, though, gotta keep your head up to the sky. goes out to all the infants in this cold world I was born addicted and to all the section 8 kids just remember these four words y'all we gonna make it the government keep on trying to fool us the system keep on trying to lose us and all we can do is keep buying computers and log on now for a start going down we gotta hold our head keep our pride though it hurts when I see people sleep outside little babies with no socks on eating popcorn we all know what they moms and they pops on out go to love when the drugs come they never got Nothing for Christmas and they ain't Muslim. This is a jewel, a lot of us was them. This is a jewel, a lot of us was them. We back, we back, we back, we back. What's going on, world? What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's poppin'? Everything good my way. What about y'all? Well, let me not front. Everything ain't good, but I'm living. I'm Every, here. Everything good. 100 legit. We good, man. Let's 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 push on to being good. Yeah, man. Uh, Life too short. Positivity. For sure. For sure. For sure. Good energy. Um, as always, wanted to um shout out Al. Come be with us today. Had a poor meeting up at Wilber at Wilberforce, and then he had to uh do his daddy duty. Uh, things uh, this Sunday, so um, it's me, Will, Tony, Tr. He said me, Will. So it's two. He got his split personalities right, right here. It's that Libra scale. It's that Libra scale. Man. <laughs> Third person thing. He got the uh, me myself and Irene <laughs> thing going on. Right. <laughs> but what's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? How's everything going? Everything cool, man. Been a busy week at the schoolhouse, <laughs> but other than that, it's. Schoolhouse been rocking. Man, listen. <laughs> hey, we're going to dive into it later, but, man. It's, it's social media is evil. Evil. <laughs> evil ain't the word. Bro. Hey, we, we'll Are we ready into, to say it now? We'll dive into Are it Are we later. ready to say it we'll now? We'll dive into it later. All right, man. Please allow. Please give me my credit. Like, when we dive into it, please give me my credit, bro. Because I called this four, I called this three or four months ago, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, uh, welcome everybody. Um, episode thirty nine, episode thirty nine, man, close to, close to forty, close to forty, man. But episode- such as, such as myself, we gonna call episode forty. <laughs> <laughs> episode episode thirty nine, man. We here we'll call um, it hot forty. <laughs> forty dollars. That's what we gonna call. It. <laughs> But nah, um, you know, we here, we got uh we got a lot of uh, deep good topics to talk about today, man. It's been an eventful week. It's been a uh um kind of eye opening. Um and we are really, really, really I think we're at the at the beginning of some things that really need to change, man. Um we gotta do a better job of, of focusing and 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 truly, truly getting back to worrying about our kids and putting our kids first, man. Um, but with that being said, fellas, how was your week? Y'all want to jump in the rants? What's going on? Uh, like I said, 
hell of a week at the schoolhouse. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's been cool. It's been straight. Um, no, no complaints. Ready to get back into it. Time go by so fast, man. Like these weeks fly by, and it seems like as the older you get, the faster they go. Man, um, I got a rant though, real quick. I'm a, I'm a. Nah, nah, nah. He said he asked what happens the week in the rant. So let me do my rant. You, you can go to your. I just want to rant to you, Bingo fans. <laughs> <laughs> Last week they had all the words for me. People were sending me text messages. People were tagging me. This week it's been crickets, crickets. Man, they need an offense, a line. Joe Burrow gonna end up hurt again. He been sacked ten times already. Ten times. Two games. In two games. And that ain't even counting the, the hits that he's taking for dropbacks. Like I told people what the Bengals did when they got Jamar Chase. And he I think he's gonna be good. But when they got him, they put shiny new rims on a bucket. <laughs> a ninety one Buick LeSabre right now, they put shiny shiny rims on it. Nah, the Bengals. The Bengals pick, they drafted like it was a fantasy draft. Right. And then the coach, the coach blamed the defense. The defense held it down. If he don't throw that pick six, the defense held him to 13 points. He blamed the defense? Yes. He blamed. He said the defense got to play better, get more turnovers. Oh, see, that's why he need to be. That's right. Hold on, bro. He ain't one of us. That's why he need to be fired, bro. <laughs> that's why he need to go, seeing stupid stuff like that. So if I'm the defense, now you done got turmoil in the locker room. <laughs> If you're going to say that to the defense, say it to them in the locker room when there's no cameras around. The defense played well. I mean, they gave up the opening draft. And Andy came out for blood today. If he wouldn't have got hurt, I don't know. It might have been worse. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came out like, man, I'm about to throw. It's over. Revenge game. Don't even get me started on. No, but uh, leave me alone, Bengal fans. I got a reason to feel how I feel. And I got a right to feel how I feel. It's been 30-plus years of pain. Even with Cincinnati sports, period. Last time we had a championship in this town was, what, 90? The Reds World Series, 90, 91? That's it. That's all we got. So, I got it right. Forget y'all. Dang, that was 30 years ago, man. <laughs> right, though. I was eight. <laughs> That's real right there. I, I haven't experienced any good times of sports in Cincinnati, bro. He said, I was eight. I mean, besides them making the playoffs, but, man, come on, man. The city of Cincinnati is cursed with sports, bro. I'm I'm just – we cursed. We cursed. Dang, how, T.R. Dang, how long – God, please. <laughs> T.R., oh, how about – Wait, wait. Oh. You said 88? No, nah, I'm saying the, the last time anybody in the city has won a championship oh. was like 90, 91. Oh, 90, 91. The Cyclones ain't win nothing? <laughs> Come on, bro. That's what we going to do right cyclone? now. <laughs> I mean, Columbus, they get a championship from the Buckeyes. Cleveland get a championship from the uh, Cavs. Hey, when we going to win? When is going to be our turn? Every, every, everything happened. Remember, remember the Bearcats had like the best team, win. and then Kenya Martin get hurt. hurt. Carson Palmer injury. Carson Palmer. You, they it's, was going to smash. The Jeremy, the Jeremy Hill fumble. The Jeremy Hill fumble. It's always something. The Reds 
breaking my heart when I was overseas in 2012 when they was up on San Francisco. Like, they was up on them like 2-0. San Francisco won three straight games, bro. I'm like, man, what? Why? <laughs> Last year, the Bearcats had a chance to beat Georgia and still lost by like one point. Like, man, it's 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 hurtful to be a <laughs> All right, I'm done. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> TR, TR, TR. I'm man. done, I'm done. I'm we going to be here for another 20 minutes and talk about this night sports, man. That was, was kind of like, like a double rant. <laughs> it was, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had to cut himself off. Hey, I've been wanting to man, it's, it's been real hurtful. But go ahead, go ahead. TR, what about your weekend? You know, you got a rant? Hey, man, first off, my week. It was it was cool, but it was hectic, man. It was like rehearsal dinner after rehearsal dinner after rehearsal dinner. 50-plus people. Like, it, man. hold on, who get rehearsal dinner for what? He was at work. He was at, oh, work. He was at work. Yeah, at work, man. I'm like, oh my god, like, bro, like my week consisted of mostly rehearsal dinners. I never knew so many people get wanted to like just get married, like all of a sudden. It's like it's like his proposal set off a chain reaction of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, golly, man. Nah, like, it's, uh, but you know, COVID kind of held some weddings and stuff up too, so. Maybe that's what it is too. I know they was out there like, man, I've been waiting three years. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. That's cool. What what about you got a rent? Oh yeah, man. My rent is for these people who ask you, like who question you after like you done gave them an answer. Like they ask you, could you do something? You tell them no. <laughs> and they just be like, Why? Like, what, what, huh? So I so now I owe you an explanation of why I don't want to do something. <laughs> Like, come on, man! Like, knock that off, man! It's, like, just just knock that off, man! You you y'all can't be doing that out here, man! If somebody, hey, man, I got something to do, man! I can't do it. Don't don't hit them with the why. That, like that don't that don't even sound right. Why why would you put why after I don't gave you an answer of why I couldn't do it already? Like this is they want to make weird, sure man. they want to make sure you're sure, man. You ain't never asked why after you heard a no. I'm sure. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I said no. So that lets you know right there. I'm sure already. Like, just don't hit me with the whys. I don't, I don't like these like extra questions, <laughs> like a quiz, or something for extra credit. Like that's the extra credit question right there. Like why? So everybody out there, whatever Tr's final answer is, let it be. Let that be it. Don't ask me why. <laughs> All right, don't ask me why. Hey, as for me, man, my week was. Um, Kind of eye opening and revealing, man. I um, was in was in heavy thought this week. Um, had a lot of stuff going on, but I was in heavy thought this week, and it was just like, man, when y'all think about life or anything like that, have you ever thought, like, man, when's the last time you had like just consistent happiness, like consistent? Like we all know that we have ups and downs. We have up, we have good days, we have bad days, and it's a lot, just a lot of averages. You know, every day is not gonna be a great day, but you know, just when you just sit back. You look up and you know you know it can always be worse, but you still like dag man. Like, What's consistent happiness though? Is that a week? Is that two weeks? Three what, weeks? I don't know. Uh, I mean, what 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 they? How long they say it take for uh, for it to be a, a habit? Was it twenty one days, ninety days, something like that? For uh, so I guess um, I guess the Bengals has just been oh man, don't do that like oh, slumpness no. <laughs> <Don't> do that. <laughs> throughout the <laughs> throughout it. <laughs> it's been an eternity. When are they gonna go? Oh. <laughs> but nah, though, man. <laughs> but nah, though, man. It's just uh. So I was just, you know, in thought, just trying to figure out, you know, when was the last time 
you know, you, you just had a, a streak of good things, a, a streak of just being in a good place mentally, physically, and all those things. And um, just realizing, like, dag, man, it's kind of been a little minute for me. Like, it's, it's been a little while yeah. uh, since I just had that, that that good feeling, that consistent feeling, that feeling of being upbeat and, um, you know, just knowing everything <coughs> is in the right place, in the right position. So, um, I but think, I, uh, I think with the... The world make it hard for you to be consistently happy. Because you can, I mean, like, just things that's happening around, just, like, you look at it like, damn, like, sometimes you probably think, like, how can I be happy with this going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, not that it's going to stop you from being happy, but you look at it like, man, like. And what what I'm getting now, what I realized, like, even when you express that, people always think, like, if you say, like, I had consistent happiness, this, this, that, and other, like, that is a hindrance to you getting things accomplished. That is a hindrance to, uh, or they're, like, overly worried or concerned, thinking that you're going to hurt yourself or anything like that. And they'd be like, hold up, pump your brakes. Like, right. we, we all deal with life. We all know what's going on with life. We all know that the ups and downs that life hap- that, that happens with life. But at right. the end of the day, it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that I that it's setting me back. It doesn't mean that I'm not achieve that people are not achieving things. It doesn't mean that people are um or look or eat. It don't even mean that people are looking for sympathy or looking for the comfort of right. people. But it's just like sometimes you just be sitting and you just like, man, how can I get this consistent happiness? Like, what do I need to change about myself? Like, you know, you I start t- looking into things. I try to be as happy as I can, man. You know, you ain't gonna, you're not gonna go every day with being happy right, for right, a day, right. but I try to be as happy as I can, but I try not to let people make me unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bring the negative and the negative energy. But, some, I, but, even, I, but, you know. but I think a lot of the, and what I'm saying is like, it's not even, it's not even fully directed towards people or with right, people. Right. It could be certain c- circumstances that that happen in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're like, okay, if something happens and then boom, you get over that. And then yeah, two something months right, later, something, something happened right back. Right back. Yeah. All right, we know negative things come in threes. Okay, that okay. Then you get the third one. Right. But then you look up like, Dad, I'm on my seventh one right. in the past six years. Like, hold up, man. Like, right. <sighs> let me get like, hey, most right. high, what's going on, brother? Can I get a can I get a little break? Can I get a little uh, a piece of um um consistency with you know with a with, with tranquility or some type of feel that has me in a uh, in a good space for at least. Six to twelve months, please. You know, so right. it, uh, I was just in that in that thought. But as far as my rent, man, my rent has to do with us men, us practicing discipline, especially discipline sexually, right? Um, it's safe to say on average, I ain't I ain't saying us down here, but on average, man, men are easy. Like we're men are easy to 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 for a woman to get sex from a man. In most parts. So that's why a lot of, I feel like a lot of things take place. That's why a lot of men get arrogant, are arrogant when it comes to the amount of women that they have. They feel like that makes them this, this, that, and other. And I was just thinking, like, what kind of, as men, we need to understand about the impact and the consistency and the understanding of um, having sexual discipline. Meaning that, like, not being so easily persuaded to have sex with somebody, not even persuaded, like, just because they throw it at you doesn't mean that you have to take it. Yeah. Um. Also, how that can bring certain focus and a level of um 
a level of understanding to us and how it kind of changes the atmosphere of how life and how, especially in our community, how things are, are, um, how things are handled between a man and a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like as men, a lot of times you feel like you're always in competition. You know, a woman could make, a, a woman can make men feel like they're always in competition by saying, you know, there's always another somebody else out there that's going to want me this, this, that, another, and we are so worried about different things. That's why a lot of things take place. That's why cheating is at a high level. That's why, you know, uh, a lack of understanding, a lack of arrogance is at a high level, especially within our community. And, and it almost goes to the fact, like, that's why we don't listen. That's why we can't communicate because we always feel like it's something better or I ain't got to deal with this, 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 that, another, right? But if as men, if we had discipline and it wasn't easy for women to go out and just say, hey, all right, you on that, I'm going to go ahead and kick it with this guy. I know I can get this from me more. This, this, that, and other. I believe that a lot of things will be better. I think communication will be better. I think it will force people to have to deal with issues within their relationship. I feel like it will force people to have to um, have those, those uncomfortable talks, and it'll force, it, it will force everyone to be accountable because you have to address those certain, those certain, uh, those certain things, those certain emotions, those certain um, quote unquote cravings that you have, because if it ain't so easy just to go out and replace one person with the next, with, with the other person. And as, as men, if we had that type of discipline, I think it could kind of like, like I said at the beginning, make us focus. It could, um, um, take away a lot of, a lot of foolishness and negativity. I think beefs will go down. I think, um, it'd be easier for men to have real talks and real conversation. It'd be easier for people to get out of competition with each other because we're not competing for certain things. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like as men, we'll get, we'll be at a better level. We'll have more understanding. We will have, I don't want to say the control, but we will be able to take certain things back. We were able to put ourselves in a better position if we just had that discipline. I um, think the competition going to always be there because, uh, because when you're dating, you know what I'm saying? People people have multiple people, so it, it kind of the competition aspect is still gonna be there. Um, but I can see where if cats was more disciplined, you know, like or hold a certain code or something, you know, mm-hmm. messing with married women and stuff like that, and just different things like that, like saying I ain't gonna do that. That's you know what I'm saying, right? Really standing on. Not tiptoeing, like not getting involved with stuff like that. Yeah, but, but not even just not even like married women, women in relationships. Well, no, no, I know, I know what you're saying, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm just that's yeah, just, you're just a, talking example. about certain codes. Like, yeah, 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 I got yeah. You. it's just an example. But um, no, I f- I feel it though, because you know I've I've turned down some women before, and uh, and it was for the for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, man, this ain't this ain't what it is with me and you, so. Cause I learned, you know, that emotions can get attached and all that stuff. And if I ain't serious about it, then I'm, man, I ain't, I wasn't, I wasn't even trying just cause, just cause I can get it don't mean I should. Yeah, for sure. And I just think at this point, like if we really want, like if we really want our community to be better, we really want everybody to be on the same page. We really want to get things together. Like we have to start practicing and moving in a different space and a different speed. Like we really have to start thinking. And as men, like, we can't be so easily moved sexually, no matter how tempting that it is. You know, like we have to start like truly paying attention, having resistance, not giving that opportunity for any and everybody um, to experience 
because it kind of devalues us all. Well, and then when you constantly, my, my grandfather always told me, if you out here and you got five, six, seven women and you trying to juggle all these women, three, four, five, six, seven women, then you ain't handling business somewhere else because there ain't no re, ain't no possible way you can have time for all the women. If you ain't handling business somewhere. So, you know, that I kind of live by that. Yeah. You know. And then, like I said, and, and we all been young. We all yeah. been young. Yeah, we all done made yeah. mistakes. We all done been yeah. arrogant. We all done had our ego get the best of us. But, you know, that's just my rant. I just think as men, we need to start practicing that discipline sexually. Like, we can't be moved by every time a girl throw it at us. Or we can't be trying to throw ourselves at every girl. Like, we just got to have some restraint, some control, and, and lock into our focus and lock into to those things that's going to help us get better, man. And, I, and, and in my opinion, I feel like it will improve. It'll find, it'll give, it, it will force us to have those talks, uh, those, those uncomfortable talks, those conversations, those uh, meeting of the minds, and everyone can get on the same page, men and women, and it'll force everyone to be accountable and deal with the things that they're dealing with instead of running instead of running from person to person and not really dealing with the reason why you're running from person to person. Right. So that's just my rant. Cool. Well, y'all ready to dive in? Let's go, brother. All right, so we're going to talk about a few topics, and a lot of this is just dealing with the youth. Uh and some parents, and we'll, we'll get into it, but uh, the first topic I think we should t- touch on is the uh, bullying. Um, how sh- how parents, from our point of view, should handle it, um, how the students should handle it, and what we see in schools working in education. Um, so Go ahead. you got a student or your or – uh, you got your kid come home, your child come home and say they be being bullied. Right. So as a parent, naturally, you want to find out what's going on. So <laughs> from my end, this is what I get from parents, from a lot of parents lately. And I don't know if it's just because of the times we're in, but I get parents calling and they like are out. They mad, like super mad. Y'all ain't doing nothing about my uh, my my child being bullied. So I'm going to tell you guys, most of the time, uh, well, I ain't going to say most of the time, a lot of the times, just from my experience, um, we don't know your, your child is being bullied. We don't know unless they tell us. So parents, please don't be irate. When you first talk to somebody, try to get to the bottom of it. Because a lot of times from what I've seen is both both parties are messing with each other. Now, don't get me wrong. There are kids that are being bullied. But we got to understand that kids are kids. They mess with each other. They mess with each other. And they um, they play fight. They Especially the little boys and the little girls. They like each other and they messing with each other and picking with each other and don't know how to express themselves. So, um, I, I don't, I think the bullying thing, there are kids being bullied, but there are also kids not being bullied. That's saying they're being bullied. They're actually involved with messing with the other kid and the kid messing with them. And it may be a, a, a time where they might be in the cap session will and, one of the kids done said something that was more funny, and now 
And now, and now that kid saw it, and now he being bullied because everybody laughing at him. So, um, yeah, you got to be mindful um, about that because, like, I can turn. It's twenty twenty one. I can turn on the cameras and see what happened, mm-hmm. what's happening in them situations. And a lot of the times, it's both of them messing around with each other, picking with each other. So just be mindful uh, before you come up and and start yelling and wanting to fight everybody. <laughs> just be mindful and try to investigate it first. Try to see what's going on first. Now, as a as an educator or as an admin now. If I get if I catch wind of it, I investigate it right away. I call both parties' parents, and we we find out what's going on. And like I said, a lot of the times they messing with each other. They messing with each other. Um, I think bullying. And in, in, in order for us to get a true understanding and for us to be for real about this conversation, man, we really have to take into account, um, and really being having honest talks and and have realizations about our kids like we know our kids we know the things that they do things that they don't do right Mm -hmm. so usually when we hear something about it we we hear something you know you kind of know okay my kid did this my kid did but i think in certain situations we have an unrealistic uh we have unrealistic thoughts and expectations for our kids in other words deeming that they're feeling like they're perfect, and if they're saying somebody is bothering them, then it's just one-sided. It's like this person is is hitting them, and they're walking away, and then they're coming home and telling like it's not a it's not a um, a back and forth in certain cases. Now, does bullying take place? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Bullying definitely takes place on, online, on the bus, in class. We're not talking about those real bullying situations, but we're talking about those situations where one kid hits another kid, the other kid hits him, a little harder, and now and now they are taking it into bullying. Then now, when parents hit, hear this, first instinct they want to do is first instinct, first thing that they want to do is come and, and and cause havoc and cause issues and cause things like that. Instead of just sitting, instead of being honest, okay, let let's investigate what happened. All right, he did this. Why did he or why did she feel the need to just come and bother you? Why did they hit you? Right. Did you do anything? And, it, and we have to get out of this whole victim-blaming um, mentality where if you question the person who was the, the person that something happened to, that you're wrong or you're necessarily trying to place blame on them or you're not trying to be understanding or sympathetic to something that they may be going through. It's really just to get the honest... It's really just to get the honest truth and to, you know, to it's just, it's the proper investigation. Right. And I feel in a lot of times when it comes to these bullying situations, these bullying topics, this, this, another, like, it's not enough, it's not proper investigation. It's your word versus their word. You say that this happened, so instead of doing proper investigation, we're just going to grant you with the person who's telling the truth. And from that point, that's what we're doing, and that's where we're going. Instead of being like, hold up, what happened? Why did you feel the need to do this? Okay, you did this because they did that. Oh, okay, now we can get to the bottom of it. No, you shouldn't have put your hands on them, but no, you shouldn't have said that or you shouldn't have did that or you shouldn't have, you know, made this comment and then we could get into the deeper the, the deeper issue and, the, and get a clearer picture. We're just too busy of when it comes to our kids, and I know we're all sensitive of our kids. This is another, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't be, but sometimes we have to sit and ask questions because you have to sit and think about when you were a kid. Like, did you do something when you were in school that you got away with? 
know what I'm saying? And your kids have some of your mindset, have some of your mentality. They do some of the things that you did when you was a kid. So at the end of the day, if you wasn't perfect, if you did some of these things, you have to say, okay, it's a possibility that my kid did this. Because there's been plenty of times that I've been talking to a, I've been talking to a parent. I had parents who used to come up to the school and, Ready for blood with me. Ready to, they yeah. ready to fight the students. But yeah, but I'm talking about. I had parents come and holler at me. Hey man, my child said you did this, this, that, and other. Oh, okay. Did they say that they did this? Did they say that I had to move your child four times? Did they say did your child tell you that you know they ain't did their homework? So instead of them, instead of me, uh, you know, continuing to do what I'm doing, I told them they couldn't come to class. I told them they had to sit outside the class so they turned they until they turned their homework in. Like, are they telling you the things? Are they telling you that they're being disrespectful? Are they telling you that they're not turning in their homework? Oh, look how many times I done hit you up and you ain't reply back. Like, so what's going on? Right. And then it forces them to look in the mirror. Like, I always say, like, it's crazy. It's tough to get parents to answer phone calls, do certain things, but you take a kid's phone, they at the school ASAP. Like, all of a sudden, they ain't busy. All of a sudden, work don't matter. But you coming to get that phone, you come to retrieve that phone for the kids. But it has to be the same way as it relates to this whole, right. when, it's, when, it's always, when it's a conflict, you know what I'm saying? Investigate. And then after you do your proper investigation or you, or you require the school to do the proper investigation, then you come up with a, uh, uh, a how you're going to handle this. But a lot of times, it just be kids being kids, kids horse playing. Like, I done seen kids cat back and forth. One kid say a funnier joke, get everybody to laugh, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's bullying. It's this, it's this. Like, nah, they was engaging back and forth. Your child just didn't come with the <laughs> didn't, didn't just come with the proper joke and it didn't have a, and it didn't have a hit. And he was able to come with the proper joke that had a hit. So at the end of the day, it's just something that happened. It's something that every generation has went through. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's something that every generation that have has went through. And what you do is that. You're making the situation tough for when a real bullying situation is taking place. You know what I'm saying? Because in certain, situ- certain situations, bullying definitely takes place, but not in every situation. Every situation isn't a bullying situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some situation has to do with kids being kids, horse playing, this, this, that, another, and it turned into something else. It, nobody is, in, in most cases, people aren't, quote unquote, really truly picking with your child. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, they engage, they go back and forth. Then you have to start doing an investigation on social media, this, this, that, another. Like, oh, man, it'd be a, a lot of stuff a, taking place. Social man. media is a big one. Like, it'd be a lot of stuff going on in them social media chats for sure. with them kids. Like, parents, check your kids' phones. Man, don't let them have social media until 18, man. Hey, man, because it's a lot of stuff going on in them chats. It gets, that's it starts fights. Um, it, I mean, is from what I've seen, oh my god! <laughs> For real, man. A it's lot of crazy. it has to do with this. A lot of it has to do with them phones and social media, man. And I'm talking fifth, sixth graders, like facts. Like, what do y'all know about this, man? It's because, man, nothing is. Everything is accessible to our kids. Our kids are not truly having the time and the opportunity to grow and be kids. They are forced to be grown too early and you know what we always say you know when we were when we were young we had this and this and this we had this person like no it is not the same right it is not it, it is not the same like bro when i was when i was in high school it wasn't no shade room for us to follow at 13 14 so i didn't know what was going on in the celebrity life for real unless right. it showed up on 106 park or something like that right you know what i'm saying we have to we have to truly know and understand that our kids know 
the same things that we know. But the difference is we know how to process and, and well, most of us know how to process and have some form of understanding. Our kids don't. So they're taking all of that in and it's become unbelievable. But our as parents, we're doing the same thing when things are said to us about our kids. Like sometimes you have to, you you can't think, you can't think that little JJ is perfect. Like you can't think that. You truly have to know that he's a kid, and 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 in most cases, kids are not the same way in front of you how they are how they are when they are away from you. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Kids, like when I was around my parents when I was young, I didn't use profanity. At all. When I was in school, I was a sailor. I was letting every curse word fly. But were you, you know? cursing in front of adults? No, I wasn't, I wasn't cursing in front of adults. I wasn't cursing in front of adults. But I, when we was on the playground and we was hooping this, this, that, and other, like, I was letting it go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was letting every curse word fly. My parents didn't know that. But my, my mom and my dad, being who they are and knowing how they move and how they talk, if they heard, if, they, if a, a teacher said, like, yeah, he was using profanity, we call him using profanity, they don't want to direct it at an adult, but we heard it, my parents would have probably been like, oh, bro, what you cussing for? Right. Like, I know you cuss because I cuss. You know what I'm saying? That's probably where you get it from. Right. So at the end of the day, like, we have to start being those parents that do investigation and, and stay away from the whole aspect of everyone is against my child or picking on our child. Like, in certain cases, your child is different at school than he is with you. Right. Right. So it's a, well, we kind of steamrolled into the, <laughs> to the, because that's kind of like social media and what we was talking about. Go ahead. With the, uh, so we, we this, just to, to, to recap on the bullying thing, just investigate first. Don't be attacking people without being, uh, without investigating. And teachers, make sure if you get, a bullying, um, a bullying complaint. Make sure you following up with it. Make sure you calling, are you investigating and calling the parents and don't do, don't not do nothing because you never know how serious it could be. And y'all know he's serious because he said don't not do nothing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Do it. Get get on that phone, man. Call them parents. Go get them them students. Let them talk. Figure it out. Yeah, man, because it's important, man. Like, a lot of stuff, could, like, how we handle, like, kids will, if your kid know that my parent going to believe me no matter what I say, they going to do whatever and come back and tell you that this is how it happened and you going to believe and ride with them regardless. So it ain't going to give them, they ain't even going to consider being all the way 100 and being and being real because they know all I got to do is tell my mom this, and she is going to believe this. Or all I got to do is tell my dad this, and he is going to believe it. And I'm going to get away with murder because I know that, you know, because you, you know when kids say, oh, I'm going to get my mama to come up here and talk to you, this, this, that, another. Well, that's because they know it don't matter what they tell their mama. Or I'm going to get my dad to come up here and talk to you. No matter what they tell their parents, their parents going to come up there and instantly how their kids back, which is we're not saying that you shouldn't have your kids back and you shouldn't support your kids. Not that's not what we're saying. But what we're saying is that if your kids know that no matter what they tell you, you gonna take it and believe it, then they gonna tell you whatever just to get a reaction and just for them to be on the right side. And instead of instead of you being an adult and doing a proper investigation and realizing and understanding that kids are human. 
your kid is a human. In other words, your kid is flawed and your kid isn't perfect, just like all living creatures. So at the end of the day, we have to do a better job. But we got to do a better job doing investigation. Nah, yeah. So, hey, we're not saying that bullying doesn't go on. We know it goes on. But not all of it is bullying. Yeah. Got to investigate. <laughs> so, the next this next topic, which we kind of, it's going to kind of tie into social media. Uh we want to talk about. Go ahead, go ahead, Will. Bring it in, cause this was Will's topic. Go ahead. Oh, we gonna talk about the over sexualizing the kids. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah. <laughs> I said, oh man. <laughs> I've go been ahead and dive I, in. bro. I've been ready to talk about this for <laughs> all week, man. Hey, our kids are over sexualized. Like I, I know I had made a post earlier in the week that stated, like, man, as I approach age thirty five, I don't know because I'm old. I'm getting old out here, or it's just becoming like I'm tired of it. like I'm tired of seeing half naked people on social media. I'm tired. And, and of he seeing, said people. Yeah, <laughs> half naked people on social media. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing, uh, like I'm tired of seeing twerk videos. I'm tired of seeing this. I'm tired of seeing that on on social media because social media is not hidden. In other words, we everybody is seeing what you post or can see what you post. Like I have been around parents who have been around parents who, when their kids was around sitting there talking, discussing, boom, 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 boom. They on social media, see a video of one of their, one of their kids, students, parents show the kid. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, her mama crazy. Cause her mom is half naked smoking a blunt on social media. <laughs> And that is getting to your kids, like, and now their friends can see it. I done seen many situations where it's just like, bro, it's going to get back to kids. But what but what we're not realizing is that when we are exposing ourselves, when we are handling and conducting ourselves on a social media platform, and social media is your right, you can do whatever you want to do with your social media, this, this, that, and other. Kids are being exposed to it. It doesn't matter what you do, right? And I know what everyone is going to say. Well, you need to do a better job parenting your kids because it it's not my job to parent your kids and keep them from what they need to see, this, this, that, and other. I'm here to tell everyone who feels like that, you're full of it. The reason is, for some reason, we think that influence doesn't exist. You can be the greatest parent. I've been going, look, I've been doing my Cosby show uh, thanks, thanks to my brother K. Thanks to my uncle K. Mac, I get to watch all the Cosby shows whenever I want. <laughs> Heathcliff and Clara were great parents. Nine times, Vanessa was influenced by her friends. Theo was influenced by his friends. I'm saying that to say influence takes place. So if you don't think that your kids can be influenced by what they see on social media, by what they see you do on social media, because a lot of parents follow their kids and they forget that they follow their kids when they on social media, talking crazy, being half naked, talking reckless, uh, dudes following their kids, talking about what they want to do to women, calling women all outside their name and stuff like that. And being like, but nah, that, that ain't meant for my daughter. Like, bro, what you mean? That ain't meant for your daughter, bro. Your daughter sees and reads this and she is a part of the gender that you're dissing. 
you have to be careful. Like, you truly got to be careful and understanding what you're posting. Like, when all this half-naked stuff is we seeing on social media, like, kids are influenced. Our yeah. little girls, our little boys are influenced by that, man. They influence. It's a lot of influences out there. And um, and people can say um, it started at home and everything. But, man, <laughs> it's a lot. it does start at home, but... There are a lot of different influences out there right now. Man, l- listen, I don't mean to cut you off, but we can say that it started at home. But nine times out of ten, to us, home is boring. I'm not, I'm doing this because I have to do this. This is what my parents tell me to do. When we are young, junior high, high school, and we see stuff taking place, that the, the, the things that we can't do seems cool. So we're influenced by that. I done seen when I was in when I was in high school, I seen girls come to school dressed one way, go to the bathroom and have on something totally different. <laughs> come out and go to school, they walking around school totally different. <laughs> For some think- reason we act like that though, that stuff don't don't take place. But now with these cell phones, with everybody being yeah, able to cell, see what's cell going phone, on. Cell phones are evil. I told you. And in school, cell phones are evil in school, man. Like, <laughs> it's like cocaine. Like, they it's, cannot function without cell phones. And adults can't focus without cell you're phones. Right. So what you think kids, kids don't, don't do? Yeah, you're right. And you are perfectly right. And they, man, they getting FaceTime in classroom. Like, where you, why, why are you answering a FaceTime in classroom? Oh, this was my cousin. Shouldn't your cousin be in school? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Nah, she at the crib. <laughs> what are you doing? About to leave at lunch. But, but, but to get back to the topic, though, like, sex is a big part of life, right? And we are over-sexualizing our kids because we are exposing them to so much sex. That is ridiculous, man. Well, and it ain't just social media. Like, some of these little girls coming to school and not even, no, some of these kids coming to school. I ain't going to even say little girls. Some of these children coming to school. And I'm like, what in the world? Uh, I got to send people home because of what they got on. Like, why Why did you think this was okay? Appropriate for school. This ain't appropriate Be- for the school day. Because everything is... This, okay, let's just pay attention to the, the 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 stuff that are in the stuff that is in stores for our little for our for our little kids to wear. You know what I'm saying? For our, for our young kids to wear, our young women, our young men, like everything is designed to fit and be an adult, like to 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 move and to dress like an adult. Like I see little girls now, like wearing eyeshadow to school. Colors on. All on their... Yeah. Like, Bunch of the, the big, colors. long lashes. Big, long lashes. Like, let's be for real. Like, yeah, they see that at home, but that's also what they're seeing on social media because nine times out of ten... Nine times out of ten, we're not doing the proper job of mandating what our kids are exposed to on social media. But let's say you are doing a great job. Like... TR, let's say you're doing a great job with KK. You know everything that she got on social media once she gets to that age. You following all that stuff. Once she go to school, bro, you don't know what her friend Ashley got on her social media that she's showing KK. Yeah. 
by when and and that, and that further goes back to the point when we say everybody raised their kids the way that you want to raise your kids, but at the end of the day, we all have a responsibility when it comes to our kids to make sure that what I'm teaching my kids is not going to be a detriment or have negative influence to what you're teaching your kids. Is that our responsibility? No. But is that something we should adapt? That's something we should at least think about and consider when we're, yeah. when we're out here in the world? And with the, with the, with Big the, facts. With the influences, like people say certain things can't influence. Like I hear a lot of people say music can't be an influence. Uh, social media can't be an influence. Just a bunch of different things. But um, I just want people to be consistent. Like, everything has its influence, and I just want people to be consistent when they're uh, being selectively outraged about things, right? And I'm going to bring the name up, Lil Nas X. <laughs> I Look, he's doing what he's doing. It is what it is. But if he can be an influence and you could be mad about that, then everything else can be an influence. And that's all I'm saying. Keep it consistent. Keep it consistent. That is all I'm saying. If he can be an influence, then everybody else can. And, you know, the uh, people in the industry, people in, you know, celebrities and stuff like that, they say it ain't. Some of them say it's not their, they're not uh, role models. And that's perfectly fine. Charles Barkley said that. He didn't sign up for that. They don't have to be role models. They doing what they do. But it's art. Look, man, it's our job to try to protect our kids. You can't protect them from everything, but you can check their social media if they got it. You can monitor what they own. You know what I'm saying? Like you can you can do things to combat things, man. That's you gotta figure out a way to combat the over uh sexualization of children. And yeah. and like I said, what little Boosie? What do you what do you do for his son? That's the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you don't. I I, I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, because we are so. We're not allowing kids to grow oh, up, man. Yeah, like, for some reason, we don't understand that aspect. Like, we want our kids to be grown so early in life. And we don't and indirectly we are we are forcing them to be grown. Like we are forcing our kids to know what sex is at six and well, seven years old. Not saying that and it's now, necessary. Now you gotta have them sex talks earlier yeah. though. But I ain't saying at six or seven. But But our kids are being exposed yeah, to that, man. So you gotta have them talks. Yeah, you got to. You got like, to. Like, people think that, oh, man, you tripping, man. Let people be who they want to be. This, that. I'm cool, bro. Be whoever you want to be. But you have to know and you have to understand what type of uh, uh, what type of impact that you may have with what you're doing and who you're being. Be who you want to be. I'm not trying to tell you that you can't do what you want to do. But you have to understand, like, we can't. It's the, going back to the selfish mentality. Like, I can't. Like, okay, when I'm, tra- when I, when I'm training clients, right? When I'm training clients, male or female, I purposely make sure that if I record them, it's not going to have anything that's going to make them, quote unquote, look or seem sexualized. Sexualized, right? right? So if if the if the woman is doing squats, I'm not behind her, 
recording her doing squats. If one of my female clients are they're running and you know, I want to get a picture of them running, you know what I'm saying, doing sprints or something. Right. And maybe their breasts are moving up and down at a rapid map. I'm not going to post that video. It's deleted out of my phone. I do that for one, I do that for two reasons. First of all, that ain't what I'm highlighting when I'm doing my, uh, once we're working out. And second of all, I don't know if these people are in relationships or who they're involved with. You understand? Like, I don't know who these people are in a relationship, that they're in a relationship, who they're involved with, and I'm posting these people on social media. So at the end of the day, I'm, I, my, I'm being respectful for whatever you may be having going on in your personal life to the point where nobody who is doing it is feeling any type of insecurity. I don't have to do that. That's not a part of the contract or anything like that. But I do that because at the end of the day, I'm looking out. I say that to say this. As parents and, and when, we're, when we're with our kids, when we're talking to our kids and what we're exposing our kids to, we have to understand that or we have to have the mentality that we have to really start looking out for other people. Like, if I'm allowing my kid to be this way, to not care about how they dress, how they look, the things that they say, how they move on social media, my kid may be a leader, right? Because that's another thing we got to get into. Every every person in the world is not a leader. and and to get better understanding, that means every kid is not a leader. Some kids are followers. Some kids are, are easily influenced. Mm-hmm. So if I know that my kid is a leader and they're moving in a way that they're moving, I could be, you know, you could be like, well, that's on everybody else. But then I should make sure, like, hey, you know, when you leave this house, you, a rep, you, you have a reputation. People are following you. They're doing things that you're doing. You have to know and understand what type of influence that you have. So... What you may be doing may be one way, but it may influence somebody to do something different. So at the end of the day, you have to have you have to have proper leadership. You have to do things the right way. You have to put things into perspective in order for things to take place and for things to grow and manifest in the right way. To bring it all back, our, ki- our kids shouldn't be able to see so much at such a young age. Like, you have to start understanding and really taking in a proper perception of things that you are posting on social media, things that you are allowing your kids to follow, even things that you follow on social media. Like it's crazy. Like I be seeing like even some of my niece and nephews, like I see something that they post like, bro, why y'all are on baller alert. Y'all are following the shade room. Like, hold up, bro. You are a sophomore. You know what I'm saying? You're a sophomore in high school, and now you're getting out of it. Now you're following these different celebrities on social media who, at the end of the day, they say that they're not role models, this, this, that, another, and some people say that they're not, but you don't understand the influence. Like, let's think about the music, right? I know people like to say, you know, nowadays, you know, well, y'all had Lil' Kim and y'all had Foxy Brown, this, this, that, another. They was talking about this. They was talking about sex, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Lil' Kim said she can make a Sprite, dis- sprite can discipline. Like, I, rem- I disappear. I remember that when I was in high school. But at the end of the day, we didn't, we didn't see her do it. <laughs> She's saying it. And I ain't trying to say, like, I ain't justifying it, but we didn't see her. Nowadays, if a female rapper said that, they going to show you. And if you listen to certain people, lyrics and certain people, uh, what's the name, bro? That's all that they are talking about. Like they're all that they're that's all that they're talking about. Like I have never heard 
I've never heard a Meg Thee Stallion record where she was not talking about sex, taking somebody else's man, a man paying for her, and women hating on her. Uh, well, I don't know nothing about it, so. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just <laughs> saying, know. though, like, I can say that for I can say that for all of the main rappers outside of, let's say, a Rhapsody. You know what I'm saying? Even with even with certain even with certain rappers, like certain rappers, all they talk about is certain rappers, somebody hurting them, they're being depressed, a girl breaking their heart, or you have a, or you have certain rappers we're talking about gang killing, um, gang killing, um, looking out for my homies, riding on the ops, this, this, that, and the other. So all of that, that's all of these type of things that are being regurgitated and put into our kids' head. And then they get the opportunity to see their kids, I mean, to see their favorite artists live their life each and every day by what they put on but social it's a, media. it's a repeated cycle because we went through the same thing. We just did didn't, we? We just didn't have social media. We yeah. saw it. We could see did, it. Did, did we see it? Where? Luke, you couldn't see Luke videos and <laughs> you, you can okay, see it. Okay, okay, okay. You can see it. How? Okay, how did we get the Luke videos, though? I mean, they was on tape and on okay, TV. It so, was some on TV. So how? But how did you get those? What you mean? You, Somebody of some of an older age had to have them in the house, and we were sneaking to watch it. <laughs> I would. I, I didn't have the ability to. Oh, I get to follow Uncle Luke, and I get to see his shows hey, on my cell phone. BT Young Cut was wide open. Yeah, but that was at 4 a.m. <laughs> <I'm just talking. laughs> nah, you. That's true, but that was at least at 4 a.m. You wake. You wake Bruh. up. You wake up and uncut on. <laughs> Man, Cash used to go to sleep. <laughs> Cash used to go to sleep early to wake up on time for uncut. <laughs> you hear the music, you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> so it ain't it ain't like we're coming from a place where we didn't have certain things. We ain't coming. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> It ain't like we're coming from a place where things didn't take place and we didn't have those things, but it was it wasn't as a, uh, accessible as it is for our kids now, and we're not taking into proper context of how things are moving and how things operate because of social media. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm hey, not saying hey, I'm, your kids being influenced because guess what? Guess what I had to deal with this week because of TikTok. Go ahead. Somebody spray pepper pepper spray for a challenge. Right. Somebody flooded the toilet for a challenge. Somebody put Kool-Aid, <laughs> red Kool-Aid, in the toilet to make it look like blood for a challenge. Somebody kicked over a garbage can for a challenge. And this is going on at schools across the country. You can look it up on Google, TikTok challenges. But people, people are breaking uh, sinks. They taking out toilets. And guess what? That's it's messed up because it's making it harder for the people that janitorial services and stuff that work there. Bruh. So your kid can't be influenced. Bro, they was just doing a whole, bro. They was doing a whole cinnamon challenge. You tell them, you tell them they was doing cinnamon challenge. Hold up. A couple years ago, people was planking. But but guess people what? People just did the crate challenge. There are grown there are grown people so doing you the crate So you're telling me kids can't be influenced and they gotta do with they gotta do solely with how people parent their kids. Man, get out of here, man. That means so so if you did the crate challenge and you hurt yourself, that means that your parents didn't raise you right. Is that what you're saying? That's then quit acting like influence don't take place, man. We have to start with I ain't gonna say we need to start thinking for our children. No, we do. Like we do have to 
think for our children because nine times out of ten, they're not going to make the proper or the right decisions, man, because they haven't experienced enough life. That's where us as parents have to come in and be the adults that these kids want us to be. Stop being their friends. Stop looking and trying to act like their friends. Stop trying to be cool. You know what it is about my nieces and nephews that they think about me? They think that I am, and some people may feel this way too, but I am the lamest, corniest dude in the world. They feel like I haven't did anything ever, that I have never experienced life, that all I have been was working education since I was 12 years old. Like, they think that I have never did nothing cool. They think that nobody from the opposite sex has ever liked me for real. They act like I ain't never been to a club or nothing. Man, I had a long conversation with my niece while she was in college, we was on the phone for like two hours. And she said back, like, I would have never knew. And I'm like, dang, maybe I should have let them know. Or no, maybe have I, I have always presented myself as an adult to kids, which is something that we are supposed to do. Kids are supposed to look at us and not feel like, oh, yeah, that they're so cool and this, this, that. No, they're supposed to look at us, okay, that's an adult. When I get to be their age, that's how I want to I mean, move. they can look at you and think you're cool. No, no, no. I'm talking about cool is in, in the terms of being their friend. Oh, yeah. Cool is in the term of trying to emulate and be like them. Cool to the point where they don't feel like they have to talk or address or move around you with any type of respect. Like, people are, like, it's, I, I mean, I don't know, man. This stuff is just crazy to me. But at the end of the day, man, stop, stop over-sexualizing our kids. Like, stop exposing them to too much sex. Stop allowing them to... Um, you got to start getting a handle on this because our kids are like, our kids are not even going to be able, our kids are not going to enjoy sex once they become adults because of all the sex that they have either experienced or have watched or this, this, that, and the other, because we are allowing that to take place. Like I would never want my kids friends to see me doing anything, saying anything sexual, anything like that, because it's gonna come back to the it's gonna come back to your kids. So I always say like, man, if you if you on as a dude, if you on social media talking crazy about women and then your daughter see that, how's that supposed to make her feel? Or you half naked twerking on social media, this, this, that, another, my status, your status is talking about how good your you understand me is this, this, that, nothing. Then your son, who was a freshman in high school, his boy say, bro, is this your mama? Oh, bro, she be talking to my dad. Or, you know what I'm saying? My uncle be this, this, that, nothing. You know kids are cruel for real. They let you know how it is, bro. And then with social media, bro, oh, I don't like you real. <laughs> yeah, I just seen moms do this. Screenshot. Oh, oh mom Go- got OnlyFans? You know what I'm saying? Screenshot is <laughs> going, going all through the school. So now your kid got to live with that embarrassment. Like, do we think, do we truly have a true <coughs> understanding and understand how much influence and how much, how, how perception can be real? How perception can be reality? Yeah. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta focus on that, man. Stop over-sexualizing our kids, man. Cause I, and you said, what you said about consistency is true though. Because people get, people, out, they, yeah, they, people get outraged that, oh boy, but. They don't say nothing when Shorty is saying the same things and doing the same things that he's doing. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Just you know keep saying? it consistent. Because my issue, my issue with both of them is the same. Right. Be 
with him, be who you want to be, bro. I don't care. Right. I grew up in the house. But at this point, he trolling people. Yeah. I grew up in the house. Not in the house, because she was older than me, but I'm about to be 35. My sister has been a lesbian my whole life. One of my closest cousins, especially when we was growing up, we all knew when he was young what type of lifestyle he was going to live. I go to the gym every morning. It's a gentleman that was in my class when I went to high school, and we all knew the lifestyle he was living. I see him every morning. We sit, we, we, we talk. We, like, we talk about high school. We talk about different things for about five to ten minutes each and every morning. Bro. We ain't got nothing against that. My whole thing is that everything that old boy is doing has to do with sex. Same way with old girl. Everything that she does, it has to do with sex. And this is getting flooded to our kids. This is getting flooded to our kids to the point where we have to understand that now we are forced to have conversations with our kids at this early age, these early stages in life. Hey, man, you got to have, like, you got to have conversations about sex or, man, you 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 even got to ask if they, you know, like, come on, man. If they like, you know what I'm saying, if they gay or not, you know? Right. You, I mean, because I think you ask those questions because you want your kids also to feel comfortable coming to you. For sure, for sure. You know. For sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, like like you said, bro, that influence is real. Yeah. I try I don't to care. tell people that all the I time. I don't care how great of a parent you are. I don't care how great of hey, a leader you are. We've, we've your seen, kids can be influenced by someone else. We've seen kids with amazing parents. Man, Theo was influenced by cockroach. And I'm going <laughs> to say that. We've seen kids with amazing parents. <laughs> Still get uh, still want to be in the streets and stuff, and they ain't even street guys though. You know what I'm saying? So it's real, man, and it's been going on. It's been going on for a long time, but I think now with social media, it's it's intensified now. Like like uh, our homegirl in our group, bro. Remember what she remember what she said this week? Like yeah, oh yeah, the, yeah, the, like the yeah, kids. like the kids in the text message thread exposing themselves. They like. Nine years Seven, old. Seven, eight, nine years old. Like, bro, what's that? Yeah. What's that, K-Mac? It's like, nah, I'm messing with you. <laughs> no, so. But nah, that's real. They exposing themselves in a text message thread, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Nine so, years old. Social social media. Nine years old. Nine years old. Like, come on, man. So you telling me people ain't influenced? You ain't telling me, you ain't tell, you hey. telling me that we ain't over-sexualizing our kids to the point that as a nine-year-old kid, I'm comfortable exposing myself. Hey. That, I, bro, what? The, the internet is a dangerous place. <laughs> it can't be dangerous. Tony going to, listen, my boy Tone, you know what I'm saying, 20-year vet, he going to give me, he, he is going to admit that I was right sooner or later. What? I, Social media is the second worst thing to happen to well, black people. <laughs> I ain't going to say that. All right. What's the worst thing? Slavery. Oh. <laughs> ain't nothing going to top slavery. Yeah, exactly. But social media is next. And for people that's going to go, no, nah, you got this. No, nah, a lot of those things that's under slavery, like redlining and all those other things, those... those that falls under yeah, slavery. Yeah, that falls under slavery. But social media, hey, it's daily, bro. So let's keep it with the with the youth. And uh, talk hey, I about... I was passionate about that. I started sweating and everything. Let's talk about <laughs> what our like youth... What our, <laughs> let's talk about what our youth is learning. Uh, what they what they're trying to block from the youth learning, and that's the real history of of America. All right. 
Um, I saw something. Yeah, we heard you came back. I saw something. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something online where a dude, he was mad. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Thanks. It was amazing. Sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the listeners. I'm I'm trying to multitask. I get it in a second. I know y'all. Give me one second. Okay, so he was saying that we don't need the critical race theory in the schools. We need the Bible. Hold on, real in quick, the schools, real quick. Explain the critical race theory. Just a, a brief synopsis. Well, it's basically just trying to. I'm gonna just give it in a, in simple terms. It's just basically. Just teaching the real history of America, of what happened to the students now, to these next generations. That's basically what it is. Um, but he said we need, we don't need the real history pretty much. We need more of the Bible. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> First off, the Bible. at least our history that we know, we know for it to be facts, right? We know for it to be facts. Right. The Bible has been written, and it's a Quran, and it's a Bible, and it's a so many readings. And, every, and everybody don't, and everybody don't read the Bible. Everybody don't believe in the Bible. Everybody don't have the same religion. So for him to say that, that was just a scapegoat, right? They running from the truth now. That's right. what they're doing. They're running from the truth of their ancestors, of the slavery and the, like you said, the redlining and the civil rights. Just all the things that have happened up until this point. What is the problem with teaching the real history? What's the problem? It scared the. Um, what, what's the? It, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a it's no. It's no problem. Yeah, but I'm but, saying, what is the problem? Why don't they want it? Because you have to sit there and admit that you benefited from the BS that took place, in spite of black people. So you're forced to admit these. You you you're forced to tell the truth. So you're forced to tell your kids that you know, you know, we really our ancestors, our our, our relatives got ahead because we use black people in order to acquire our wealth and to give us the advantages that we have. And yes, black people have purposely been um, taken advantage of, purpose, uh, purposely been. Um, uh, ripped of ideas, ripped of things that they have contributed to this world. And when you see the issues and the things that are taking place within our communities that we are doing, that we are doing to ourselves, that it's a, it, it, it falls, it, it falls in line with the advantages that they got. So at the end of the day, it forces them to admit they wrongs. And you know, the, you know, the yeah. people hate to be accountable. And all public, uh, uh, and all critical race theory is, is, just showing how racism shaped the way America did the public policies, right? Or yeah. just how they shaped it f to block black Americans from living a great life here. And, but it's, I mean, like, what's wrong with that? And the only, and the only schools that's fighting that, <laughs> we know which ones they are. Yeah. But, <laughs> we know which ones they are. But you got to realize, though. That forces them. They, who wants to take away their advantage? Right. Yeah, and that's and, it's, and that's what it but is. But it's it's about racism is about power, right? right. It, power. That's what it is. Like people say, uh, to me, there's racism, there's prejudice, 
there's discrimination. Racism is about who has the power in society. Mm-hmm. And they control everything with racism. That's I mean, that's what it is. Like if you look at now we in twenty twenty one. Just go look at how many black or just people of color, period, of CEOs of co- companies. Go look at who control the banks. Go look at who control. Go look at the government and see the majority of <laughs> white people in mm-hmm. in these in these Senate seats and stuff like that. Just look around you. Look who control the school systems, which they don't even care about that. The school system. They don't, your kid in the school system, let me tell y'all something, parents. If we don't start investing our time in education, your kids are still are going to continue to just be numbers in the school. I got a quick question for you. I want you to get back to the critical race theory in this discussion, right? Are black people the only group of people that's telling their kids that education isn't important? Uh, No. I don't think so, but since I'm around a lot, a lot of black folks, I've been hearing that a lot now lately. Um, and it's funny, I just talked about this yesterday with my with my guy, and I've been hearing that a lot. And kids kids are starting to tell me that now. Um, they're telling me they don't have to sit in class, and why I got to sit in English? Because you writing your paper the way you texting. <laughs> That's that's why you need to sit in English class. Well, why I got to learn math? Because if I send you to the store right now, you're going to come back with the wrong change. I can almost guarantee it. Or you can't even tell time on a regular clock if you needed to. And we are not saying that it doesn't need to be additions to education. Uh, we know we need more. Right. Uh, we need more. We, more, we need more realistic courses right, in education right, right. for our kids. But what I'm saying, the, what I've learned in this world today, the more you know, the better off you are. Facts. And that's what I tell all, all the students. I had to go through classes to get where I am. I tell them this. I'm here in this job right now helping you out because I had to go, I had to go through classes that I didn't want to go to to get, go through to get here. But I knew where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have to do stuff you don't want to do. It's 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 life. To get where you wanna be, sometimes you have to do stuff you don't want to do. And the dominant society does not want us to understand and realize our power. Man. They don't want us to un- but but what so so this is what I feel. I really feel that they 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 see that we are becoming more in tune with ourselves. We are starting to realize certain things, and we are exposing and letting those things be shown. Another thing that they're realizing is that their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, are starting to realize and see the real, see the world for what it really is and how they have, that they have gained advantages because of what they have put black people through. So now they're like, hold up, we can't let additional generations start to realize this, so we're going to take this out of school. We're going to take this out of school. Well, ASAP. I think, too, I think it's a, uh, another thing is, is what I'm learning also is that there are kids getting rich right now off of YouTube, mm-hmm. off of gaming. So the other kids see that and like, man, I don't got to go through through this to mm-hmm. get. I can be a YouTuber. I can be a gamer. Like, they have scholarships for gaming now. Mm-hmm. 
But people playing the game real good, playing the Xbox or PlayStation real good. Hey, man, you know how many people who had a live jump shot who thought that they didn't have to pay attention in school because they thought cause <laughs> their jump shot was good, and they are. It's only a, a few of them. Exactly. It's a bro. small percentage, and that's what I try to I don't discourage them from nothing they want well, to nah, do. Well, no, for sure. But I also tell them, like, look, you said you want to be a YouTuber. I'm like, that's fine. Figure it out. Research it. But I'm like, there are a small percentage of people who are really making money, like money money, off of being a YouTuber. It's kind of like sports. It's a small percentage of people that's going to play, play in the league. But you got to have a backup plan. But I think education, and we got to stop looking at education as just being, you know, in, uh, math, English, science. It's, it's a variety of things. It's that art class you're sitting in. It's that music class. It's that that uh, career technical class, you know, it's all those classes. The more, like I said, the more you know, the better off you are. Education is when education is when you're learning something new and enhancing what you already know. Right. So that can be anywhere, any place. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think, I think it's, um, I think it's unfortunate because I'm starting to see it more and more now. Like. Oh, man, education is a waste of time. It's yeah. a waste of time, and it's and it's not it it's it's a waste of time if you don't go to college with a or if you don't go to school with a plan. Hey, know, this might this might be messed up though, but you know the people that usually tell me that education is a waste of time is the people who was trash in school. <laughs> <laughs> it's the people who was either always in trouble, didn't do their work, just as that. But well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even if you're not going to school. And I ain't talking about high school. I'm talking about, now I'm talking about life after high school. Even if you're not going to school, you can still educate yourself in something to be great. Mm -hmm. As I say that, A.J. Green scored a touchdown. (laughs) Must be nice. But not though, like, but not that serious though. But you, I mean, you have to understand to get back to the main part, bro. Like, they don't want us to... They don't want to admit they wrongs. So we're not going to teach you or we're not going to tell you that you're right and we we benefited from this, from X, Y, and Z. What we're going to do is that we're going to erase it from you. We're not going to allow for your kids and our kids to learn about what really happened. Right. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's kind of too late. We have phones. We have research purposes. And we I don't know what phone. the... I just don't know what the big deal is. I have not been able to sit down with somebody that's against it because everybody I know, they uh, kind of... They want that taught in the, in the classroom. Bro, you're not going to... It doesn't even... If you sit down with somebody who tried to explain it, it's going to sound gonna, stupid. I'm not going to be able to comprehend it. Yeah, it's going to sound stupid. <laughs> oh, well, we don't want to have, we don't, we don't want the world to be divisive. But they want, they want to have you, they want to want to make the kids celebrate the 20 year anniversary of uh, 9-11. You know what I'm saying? Like that history can stay. Yeah. Right? Like, because, because that was something that affected them. It wasn't nothing that they benefited from per se, but it was something that affected them. You understand? So like I said, like they gonna like they're not they they don't want to give up their power. So we're going to say like what happened. We ain't even gonna teach that. We gonna we gonna act like that didn't happen. It happened so such a long time ago. You know, uh, 
nobody that we know that's living right now participated in that, but you benefited from it. Right. And you're still benefiting from it. So at the end of the day, yes, we're going to talk about it. Yes, you need to teach it. But you know what? Don't teach it. Because now what you're going to do is force people to find out things on their own. You can't mandate it. You can't take certain things out. Now you're giving people to understand and research and find out things on their own. And that's when they're going to get the real, not the watered-down stuff that you see because – we done had history. We learned about slavery in school. Only thing they taught us was Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, a little bit about Malcolm X, this, this, that, another. We were slaves, and we got on. Railroad. Yeah, Underground Railroad, this, this, that, another. We got on, this, this, that, another. The only reason why they highlight the Underground Railroad is because it looks at white people in a positive light because hey, they was helping us get to the north. We live in a country where they lied in the books. They didn't have the real thing in the books, For in sure. the textbooks. So that tells you everything right there. Like, For sure. What's the reason you were... What's the reason? You don't want people to know their history. And man, and history is important, man, because scared of the history truth. history usually dictates what happens in the future. You heard me? And so, people got to pay attention, man. Yeah, man. And and we said all this to, today to say, man, stop effing with our kids. Yeah, man. Like we need to, the the kid the world needs to be a better place for kids. Yeah, man, and we have to be better, man. We got to be better for our kids. We got to be better for our youth, man. We are moving in a place of... We're moving in a place of negativity, man. We're moving in a place of arrogance and ego. We're moving in a place where we are not truly paying attention and benefiting and realizing the things that can take place and how we can help and how we can really save our future. We're too busy focusing on ourselves. We're too busy um, only... uh, only caring about self. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, this is something that I've realized over the weekend, and y'all can push back if y'all want to. Being selfish is a defense mechanism. Nobody in this world was was put on earth to be selfish. Nobody on this earth was because, and the reason why I say this, because I was having this conversation with my uh, barber, right? You know what I'm saying? And he, matter of fact, he was the one, we was having this conversation, he was the one that told me, like, bro, you know, selfishness could be looked at as a defense mechanism. And the reason why I say this, think about think about the times when you did something for yourself versus the times when you did something for somebody else. What gave you a better what what gave you the better feeling? <laughs> Myself. <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> hey man, it's cool to be selfish sometimes. For me. Um Yeah, I help people. And I do things for people. My question is, but what gave you the better feeling? Uh, when I do things and accomplish things for myself. Is what I'm not asking you. about accomplishing. What, what are you saying? Though? I'm saying if you do something for someone, right? Yeah. Versus when you do certain things. Say you're doing the same thing for yourself. What gives you the better feeling on the inside? Knowing that you help somebody else. Oh, well, yeah. Knowing you help somebody else. But... No, but you can still be selfish, though. You saying selfishness is just a way of... It's a defense mechanism. Yeah, but... It is. But it's cool. It's good to be selfish in some ways. Okay, in you can ways? be You can be loyal to somebody to a fault, but you sometimes you need to be selfish if you... Because you can be too loyal to somebody, Not right? selfish, like, more like for self. No, it's cool to be selfish, though. We can't look at being selfish as being something bad, like... Somebody called me and asked me for $20 right now, and I give them $20 
every other time. But now I'm like, man, I get him twenty dollars all the time, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can say no that time, bro. Yeah, bro, 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 bro. That's You're been. Not- that's not being selfish. So what are you saying then? Bro, you gave him, you done gave him $100 in 20s already. He ain't gave it back to you and he gave him another 20. But I'm so saying. So I understand why you don't want to give him the but, 20. Because he's done shown you that okay, he's not worthy. So. That's not being selfish. First she gave that's you $5. So, okay. So then if he asked me for $20 the first time and I said no, is that being selfish? No, it's not being selfish because you may not be able to lend him those $20. What if I got it? Or you maybe don't know his resume with borrowing money or something. That's your, but listen, what listen, if I got it? Listen, listen. That is your that is that is your that is your well wish. You can do whatever you want. But think about the time that you have given somebody twenty dollars who really need it. How did that make you feel, Tony? It made me feel good. Because we're Cause not because we're not designed to be selfish. But at the same time, though, at the same time, I'm one of them people that give it to them. And don't expect it back. I don't expect it back. Right. But I also don't even think about what they even going to do with it. Well, see, no, this is my pushback on you, bro. You're not a selfish person at all. But and like that's what that like that, that's what I don't get about I'm this not, conversation. But with you. I'm not a selfish person, but I <laughs> but at times I need to be though. It's what I'm telling you. It's not a bad thing to okay, be selfish. Okay, okay, why do you feel like you need to be selfish? I'm just trying to get an understanding of it. Because people will take advantage of you. That's why I need to be selfish at times. So so Mind you, taking advantage of somebody is, is selfish. Just to point that out there. Right. So if people, so if we didn't have that taking advantage bone in our body, you would have no, you you would have so no it, pushback hey, in doing the things that you do. It's cool to be selfish with your time, with your money, with your. That's what self. Good look, morning. <laughs> I give I give people stuff, but at the, at times I need to be selfish. That's just what it is. He say first he had five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> then he turned around and came and asked me for another ten dollars. Then I gave him a twenty. Like, I forgot what I was talking about, but I disagree. I don't think as people we're designed to be selfish. I think we, I think we, we become selfish based on people not um, valuing when we are doing good things for them. In other words, it becomes a defense mechanism. We're if we're not if we if we are being if we are being selfish is because times that we were being unselfish, it wasn't valued, it wasn't appreciated. You know what I'm saying? So now we feel the need to be selfish because we're defending ourselves against any of that BS or any of that foolishness that may come our way by us lending our time. That's what I mean. As people, you're not, I don't believe that we are truly designed to be selfish. I think that has came because of certain things that have taken place. Yeah, certain situations make you selfish, but that's not how we're supposed to be. But selfishness now in our world and in our society is so prevalent by how we move, by how we operate, how we how we are cool with taking advantage of people. And don't get it twisted. I believe we all have. I can say that I have been selfish numerous of times like this, like like me right now talking. This isn't me from five years ago, four years ago. Like I have grown and developed and realized like, ooh, I was selfish in this in this in this situation. Ooh, I understand why but they feel that way. But you pick me. and choose, though. I'm not selfish to try to hurt nobody. No, no, Tony. Everything that you have said of the reason why you choose to be selfish is because you have lent opportunities, you have lent money, you have done things that were unselfish and people didn't appreciate it. So now, in certain situations, you are selfish. I'm not saying that you're wrong for those things, but it's a defense mechanism because we're not designed to be selfish. 
we all have went out our way for somebody. We all have um, gave somebody something. We all have did something for somebody that we might not have even wanted to do. But at the end of the day, knowing that we helped this person, knowing that we was able to assist this person, you know what that did? That gave us a sense of, man, I'm glad I was able to help this person. They needed my help. It gave you a good feeling. You don't feel like you even wasted your time. You don't feel like you wasted your money. When you do something good for somebody and they appreciate it, they value it, they say thank you. You, be, you get to the point like, oh, no, nah, bro, you cool, man. I understand this, this, that, and other. But I don't care who you are. As a human, you hear that, you feel good. Like, man, I'm glad I was able to help my guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy I was able to help old girl. This, this, that, and other. Like, so that's what I mean. As humans, bro, we are far too selfish. We're not designed to be selfish, bro. This is all defense mechanism, and we have to learn in our culture to really just – I'm not saying you need to do any and everything for somebody, but what you have to do is realize that, you know, if you can do something for somebody that really needs – man, go ahead and do it, bro. Don't take advantage of nobody. Don't do nobody wrong, man. Hey. What you laughing about, man? It was like the weakest run in. <laughs> it was like some Andy. We were watching the game. Yeah, man. We got hey man. Next week, no TV. <laughs> Tr don't be focusing. I gotta man. follow my fantasy, man. <laughs> See, look, you look, you. That's how the Bengals draft. He being selfish. <laughs> that's a fact. We're <laughs> <laughs> only worried about him, bro. That's how the Bengals draft. <laughs> Y'all just said it was okay to be selfish sometimes. No, no, no. He said that. <laughs> <laughs> and which side you choosing? Cause you was just on his side. <laughs> you talking about some huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. Comes to my sports. Well, episode thirty nine. Hey man, great episode, man. Hey, one thing that I want to do though is this, man. And this, this is serious though. He being selfish with our time right now. Yeah, man, I'm keeping them longer than what know, they want brother. to. <laughs> you got to prepare for the Hot 40 episode next week. <laughs> the food ain't done, so we good. Nah, but serious, though, like, I think people, 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 man. We need y'all. We want to continue to build our platform. We want to continue to have great topics. We want to really, really start having guests. We want to really start putting our podcast back into the light that it was when we just started. We went through a couple of hard. We went through a, you know, a little rocky road. You know, COVID hit us, and then... You know, a couple of things, you know, change. Well, we, well, we can't use COVID. Cause, you know. I, I, I That's where it begun. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, That's where it started. Let's be real. Like, COVID hit us, and then things got a little, you know, different. But at the end of the day, man, we need for y'all to listen to the podcast. We want y'all to share the podcast. We, we really want y'all We really want y'all, in, y'all input, feedback. Um, let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Let us know some topics that you care about us discussing. Like, we want all of that. Like, we're, we're comfortable with we're we're comfortable with with criticism. We're we're comfortable with negative feedback because in certain cases it may be something that we need to hear and maybe something that we're overlooking at the end of the day. But like I tell anybody, share the positivity about it as well. You know what I'm saying? Let us know some things that we're doing right. Let us know some things that we are continue to get better at. So at the end of the day, man, we want things to go better. We want things to get right. Um and we're getting back to it, man. As you see, we've been back more consistent, um, doing things the right way. So Let's continue to work, man. Right. Let's continue to work, man. We need y'all help. We need y'all support, man. Definitely need y'all support. Hey, man, shout out to K. I don't know what wines K-Mac had today. One of them was uh, Blueberry Stella Rose. Mm. Stella Rose. <laughs> Stella, man. Stella's something different, man. 
Good stuff. No, I had some uh, 19 crime Chardonnay earlier. It was good. 19 crime Chardonnay. Good. Why are you talking like that? That sound good. <clears throat> Hopefully, uh, we have Big Al back next week. Yeah, he'll be back. Don't let him pick the song. <laughs> hey, look though, look though. Um, and also, man, before we get out of here, man, we definitely want to tell y'all, um, that the tutoring service and things are is definitely happening, definitely taking place, man. So we need to. Uh, yeah, we had a few minor setbacks. But yeah, we had some minor setbacks, man. But we're definitely um. And placing in position to get better. But that's man. that's how it is when you're trying to get to the top. It's gonna be some setbacks. For sure, for sure. But we just learning, want things learning to, experiences. We want things right. to be right, man. Um, as I said, my wine merch will be back out. Um, also epitome, uh, workout clothes, t shirts, hoodies that will be um out um shortly on my end. What about you, Tom? Man, I I start school soon. <laughs> what that mean? <laughs> Oh man, uh, what you mean? What that mean? That's what I'm. I'm my focus, laser focus. I feel you, man. But we still I, need I some. Get, uh, I know that, but I gotta get on this grind first. I feel you, man. <laughs> One thing at a time. We got a team, man. We can make it happen. One thing at a time. But nah, it'll be back around. Think I got some good ideas in my head, and uh, it'll be back around, man. It's it's a it's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. It's an exciting time right now. And as I said, my wine wine glasses will be out shortly. Or over here worried about his fantasy, man. I don't like. I don't like that. I'm like dude on Menace Society. I mean, not Menace Society, but uh, Belly. <laughs> you don't, don't like, like that. that shit. <laughs> Dang, dog. But at the end of the day, man, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for coming to rock with us, listening to this hey, episode. Hey, man. hey, somebody mentioned something about your uh, Stone Cold shorts you had on up. Too. Who I, did? Oh. I ain't gonna say who it was. Oh. <laughs> they had a gripe about him. Nah, they just got weak. Why he have on them damn shorts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me off mic, bro. I got jokes for whoever, bro. I, can't, I got jokes. For I can't tell you, man. Oh man. So now you keep a secret. So look, he being selfish, he's man. It's a defense mechanism, bro. Because, you know because guess what? I can be selfish sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong image to send out. That's the wrong things to send out to our to our uh, youth. <laughs> but not at the end of the day, man. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. All right, man. <laughs> Why you have what? to say that though? <laughs> it's a wrap. You can catch me in the Cherry Red 150. Ooh. Got the Grizzly locked in the Stizzy. Pop the Clizzy doing 60 down a one with you drunk pissy. <laughs> Trying to cruise through the avenue while my people just popping bottles up in sewers. Rendezvous, fuck that. Spun the UE, lost the hubcap, was back to the shack. Came back in a watch that. Straight from Paris. Taking Debbie's baby, baby cabbage, very yellow snacks. Hot Cherry Radish, fresh out the dealer. Got the check for the squealers, wear a vest for the killers. Nothing that's cause it's realer in the big apple. Quick to get the shit tackled, enemies spit at your best friends, kidnap you, trust no one, got beef, bust yoga, yeah. you don't need no one, nope. talking about that you owe him, I'ma go for Dolo, Scarface went out for Nolo, when deep Bobby Soto bust and he throw him bolo, this is hard, it's hard work baby, I just lost a hundred pounds, I'm trying to live, I ain't going to be like I'm staying alive baby,